It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It's big time. I think that's just where you know, our mindset is right now. So we got to kind of play our way in and you know, just kind of take us into another level. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a head on good right now, so I think you know we're gonna be fine. You are locked on magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed locked on Magic. Today is February 21st, 2020, 2020. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll discuss the Orlando Magic's mindset heading into the final 27 games of the season and why they don't feel they have to reinvent the wheel to get where they want to be. We'll also talk about the imminent return of DJ Augustine. All that coming up in just a bit. But before you do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on Friday's opponent, the Dallas Mavericks? Check out Locked On Mavericks. That's a great way to get, get up to date with what's going on with them. We've also got great national podcasts, Locked On NBA, Locked On Face of Basketball, Rejecting the Screen, and the Duncan and Hollinger NBA Show. No matter which team you're interested in, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, MLB, college, or NHL 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The All-Star break is... Always a chance to reset a little bit. You know, players go off on vacation, and, and literally they, they do go on a little bit of a mini vacation. They kind of go off and do their own thing. They, they get some time apart. It's a t- time to just kind of get the battery right for what is for the, really the final third of the season, the final stretch of the year, and, and, and the rush, essentially, to the postseason. It's a chance definitely to get your mind right. It can disrupt rhythm a little bit. It can, you know, kind of like a timeout almost. But make no mistake about it, when you get back to work, if you're one of the teams that happens to be in the playoff hunt, it's time to sharpen up. And, you know, you get essentially two practice days to get yourself back into the swing of things before the games start back up again. And then it becomes literally a sprint to the finish. 
The Orlando Magic are fortunate that they are in the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. They control their own playoff destiny. And as we noted on previous episodes of Locked On Magic, the schedule sets up in their favor with 17 of their final 27 games coming against teams under 500. And yes, according to several websites, uh, the third easiest schedule left in the league. Again, the pathway is open for the Orlando Magic. But that's stuff that we in the media like to point out or things that, little facts and figures that, that we bring into play. That's not the mindset of the team. That's not the mindset of the players. Well, you know, we can maybe scale back and look at the big scope of things. The players are much more focused on the granular, on the day-to-day grind, and, and on what they need to do each day to get better. I, I asked Steve Clifford at practice on Thursday about whether there's a different mindset or, 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 or wariness of having to play from ahead rather than have something to chase or whether you have to kind of create motivation to create the same urgency. And, you know, Steve Clifford kind of dismissed the thought out of hand, which which he does does plenty with me uh, and, and I think with, with some of the media tropes that we like to trot out, saying essentially that's that might be how the media thinks. That might be a media-driven thing. It is not how the players and certainly not how the coaches think about the schedule ahead of them. The Magic hold a three-game lead over the Washington Wizards for the final spot in the playoffs, but as Steve Clifford reminded everyone, a three-game lead is just one bad week in the NBA. And indeed, that lead could very easily evaporate quickly. The Wizards do start their their run out of the the, the All-Star break with Cleveland and Chicago. Cleveland, Chicago, Brooklyn, I believe, is their start to the to the to the to the All-Star break where the Magic go. Dallas, Brooklyn, and then Atlanta. So again, three games comes very quickly. And as the Magic surely remember, they were three and a half games out of the final playoff spot at at, at the All-Star break last year, at this point in the season last year. And they made that run to get in. So the focus then is not on who's behind them, who's ahead of them, or anywhere in between. The focus is on the magic themselves. Undoubtedly, this has been a frustrating season. Injuries have played a role. I I can report that I did see Jonathan Isaac uh, up on the treadmill. I I didn't see whether it was the hyperbaric treadmill or not, but or the zero G treadmill. But um, he he was up on the treadmill at least uh, at least getting some work on that leg in. But again, don't expect him back this season. Um, Injuries have played a part in whatever disappointment we might have about this team. They just haven't been able to be together. And as several players pointed out when asked, you know. How do you reach back and grab what what spark you had from last year? They would they all said this it, this team has a different dynamic. It's it's different from last year. This isn't the same team. And indeed, not only is the record different, the playoff positioning different, but yes, the dynamic is different, both 
from an experience standpoint and from just trying to play together and, 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 and catch that spark once again. Magic always played with a little bit of uh, a small margin for error. Orlando's offense is 27th in the league, certainly worse than it was last year, and the big struggle of the season has been just an inability to hit shots, even open shots, even when they execute. The defense is held steady in the top 10, sitting 7th at 107.4 points allowed per 100 possessions, but that has certainly slipped. I believe they are 15th or 16th in the league. They're bottom half of the league uh, over the last 15 games. Nothing we'll get into here in a moment. And so the focus for Orlando coming out of the All-Star break and heading into this final stretch of games is simply to sharpen those details. Is simply to come back to playing Magic Basketball. I mean, nothing that we have to like, you know, nothing crazy that we have to change. I think it's a lot of things that is more of like paying attention to detail. Uh, you know, defensively, you know, doing the extra, uh, making extra effort, uh, making sure we, you know, we, we know the coverages, execute the game plan, things of that nature. So it's small things. And then offensively also, you know, you know uh, setting better screens, uh, creating better opportunities uh, for other people, uh, you know, running the plays better. So just things that, you know, coach showed us, we went over, and uh, it's nothing that we, we, we can't do. It's little things that we just have to be very consistent with, do it every night, every play. And, uh, you know, that's the only way, you know, you, you can be very good in this league. And especially, you know, this last stretch and uh, hopefully going to the playoffs, you know, we have to be very good at that. For this Magic team, it has been really simple things. I, I think I've said this. I unequivocally believe that this year's team is better than last year's team. They're not playing like it. And that's the disappointment of the season. It's knowing, even with the injuries, this team is better than what they've shown on the court. They have played a very difficult schedule. According to ESPN's uh, strength of schedule rankings, the third toughest schedule in the league. They have had their ups and downs, and they've sort of played somewhat to expectation. But yet, we still expected this team to take a step forward. There have been individual players that have not played to the level that we would expect them to. That have not played... Uh, to expectation or advance their careers further. Now, of course, there have been players that have stepped up, Evan Forney, Marco Fultz, so on and so forth. And again, injuries have slowed a lot of it down. But at the end of the day, even with the group the Magic have, it is those little things that have frustrated most. The Magic rank 7th in the league in defensive rating, but it doesn't feel like their defense is a top 10 defense. It certainly doesn't feel as good as it did for most of last season, and, and even for a good chunk of this season. As I noted, the last 15 games especially have been a struggle defensively for this team. While the Magic still rank in the top 10 in defensive rebound rate, Coach Steve Clifford has been frustrated with the team's defensive rebounding all season long, and yes, it does feel like, even if the numbers don't support it fully, that big offensive rebounds and big moments do not go the Magic's way. For the Orlando Magic to make the most of the rest of the season, to climb to the seventh seed, which I think we all believe they want to do. Certainly, they, they should want to do it. And frankly, as I noted, that's the goal for the rest of the season. Get to, get to seventh at least. Climb up a spot. Play your way in, as Terrence Ross said at the top of the show. 
if the Magic are going to do all this, it is in those details. It is in scratching out that off- that rebound, defensive or offensive. It's in getting out in transition, making that outlet pass just a little bit quicker. It's in not turning the ball over that one or two times. It's in making that one or two extra shots, to be honest. It's in closing out at the right level, at the right speed, at the right with the right precision to contest the three instead of giving up a blow-by or giving up a, a, a pump fake and go. It is in these details that will determine the rest of the Magic season. And perhaps the, the powerful thing for this Orlando team is that they truly control their own destiny. For this Magic team, they hold the power to do all of this. Both because both because of the record and where they stand in the standings, but because all of the issues that this Magic team has faced are largely correctable. They know they've dropped some games that they shouldn't have dropped, that the last 15 games especially have been a struggle. Really, since the win over the Lakers, it has been a struggle for this Magic team. And all of their problems, for the most part, are correctable mistakes that they can't control. It's, it's really not anything opponents are doing to them. It's the Magic not playing to the best of their abilities. And again, that's why we're disappointed in this season. With 27 games left and the playoffs now in firm focus, the All-Star break is when you really start to focus in and hone in on making the playoffs. With all of that now in focus, the Magic have to pay even more attention to detail. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. If there is good news about, again, paying attention to detail and kind of riding the ship after these last 15 games, it is in getting a key player back from injury. It's been a while since the Magic have been able to say that about getting a a player back from injury in this way. 
DJ Augustin has gone through practice over the last two days. Uh, he did leave Thursday's practice early after taking a little bit of a fall, but team officials do not seem too worried about it. Um, but he's back in back in practice and seems poised to return to the lineup on Friday against the Dallas Mavericks. Magic will again reassess him after shoot around and see how he feels in the afternoon before officially clearing him to come back into the rotation and into the lineup. But Regardless of that, DJ Augustine is nearing a return uh, from bone irritation in his left knee. To say the least, since the Magic last saw DJ Augustine, things have changed dramatically. Augustine's last game was the win over the Sacramento Kings, and over the course of those 15 games, Orlando has struggled. It's not, of course, all because of DJ Augustine, but it hasn't been good. In the last 15 games, Orlando's gone just 5-10. and 10. So they've lost 10 of the last 15 games with a 106.4 offensive rating, slightly below what they are for the season, and a 113.1 defensive rating, 19th in the league, like I said. Like I said earlier, Magic bottom half in the league in defensive rating over the last month, essentially. Orlando's minus 6.7 net rating in the last 15 games is 27th in the league. Essentially, the Magic have played like a bottom 5 team since D.J. Augustine went out. D.J. Augustine does not solve all these problems. Let me be perfectly clear about that. This feels more like correlation, not causation. More coincidence than anything else. Uh, anything else. Augustine's not a good defender. He's not going to fix the team's defense. And, and, and as I think we all know, the Magic's formula for success is defend well enough to give the offense a chance. Um, the offense isn't gonna beat anybody by themselves, and then just it's just not consistently. At least. They may go through spurts where it's playing really, really well, and that makes things easy. But the Magic need their defense to be top of the league, one of the best in the league. And again, seventh in defensive rating is why they are in the playoff hunt to begin with. Losing DJ Augustine though has definitely had an effect, a very clear effect. Augustine's numbers are. Relatively modest, 10.7 points per game, 4.7 assists per game. Having a down shooting year at 46.5% effective field goal percentage, 34.6% from beyond the arc. He was above 40 last year. You know, really just, a, I think he was close to 60% effective field goal percentage last year. So obviously a little bit of a step back. And obviously Augustine has ceded the starting role to Markel Fultz, a, a decision that I think we all can agree with. So some of his decrease in, in raw numbers is because of that. But... There's a reason why Augustine is so important. He leads all regular rotation players in on-court net rating. Essentially, the Magic have played their best this season with Augustine on the floor. Now, granted, I'll grant you this, there's a flaw in that number because everyone else has been playing during the Magic's worst stretch of the season since Augustine went out. So, entering... Uh, entering the game, the Lakers game, which was the first one that Augustine missed, Augustine was third on the team in on-court net rating, trailing only Nikola Vucevic and Markel Fultz. So, again, the decision to start Markel Fultz is a good one. But DJ Augustine provides a level of stability that this team just has kind of lacked. He provides a consistent offensive attack, a guy who can get into the lane and create and keep his dribble alive and create for others and just keep the offense moving a little bit. It's another element that the defenses have to take it 
to have to be aware of, both because he's a great shooter and because he is a great driver too. Maybe not to score always, but a great driver to to keep possessions alive and find holes within the defense to squeeze passes into or kick out to open players to get them better looks at drives. The Magic's bench has been inconsistent to say the least, especially at the end of first quarters, and that's really where the Magic miss. DJ Augustine, you know, we talked about squeezing out a few possessions here and there, uh, of getting points in odd places or making up possessions that they may have lost. Go look at the end of first quarters with the group that the Magic have had out there. That's where they really miss DJ Augustine. And, and yes, DJ Augustine could be the difference between, you know, getting a better possession in that stretch. Some numbers again to help illustrate this. According to Synergy data provided by NBA.com, Michael Carter-Williams scores 0.65 points per possession on pick and rolls. Staple play for this Magic offense for sure. Staple play in the league in general. DJ Augustine scores 0.96 points per possession. It's a significant difference. The Magic essentially with Michael Carter-Williams running the point with that backup group can't run pick and rolls. And as you would expect, a lot of their offense has been getting Terrence Ross on jumpers, uh, on cuts and screens, or playing through Evan Fournier or Aaron Gordon, whoever happens to be in. Again, that's why I think the bench unit has stagnated a little bit. The bench unit's defense has been very good, and that, that's helped fuel some, some transition opportunities, but really in the half court, the Magic need DJ Augustine with that group. In fact, one player in particular certainly needs DJ Augustine, and that's Nikola Vucevic. Among two-player pairs with Nikola Vucevic, his on-court net rating is the best when he is playing with DJ Augustine. The two, the Magic are plus 10.4 points per 100 possessions with Augustine and Vucevic on the floor together. And I think most of us would agree just observationally and, and anecdotally Augustine and Vucevic have great chemistry together. An Augustine-Vucevic pick-and-roll is far more effective than a Fournier-Vucevic pick-and-roll, no matter how much the Magic try to run that. In fact, Augustine and Vucevic were, was, one, was one of the most effective pick-and-roll combos last season. Augustine just knows how to get him the ball in spots, on time, and on target. And while Vucevic's offense has swung up 19.3 points per game, 9.7 rebounds per game over the last 15 games, Still shooting 32.7% from beyond the arc. And you got to wonder if a better pass from DJ Augustine would help bump that number up just a little bit. Again, we're talking about adding a possession here, a possession there of you know making a shot, getting a rebound, controlling the tempo of the game. This is what Augustine does. And it's intangible. And there's been a, a massive effect. I don't think it's coincidence that the Magic have struggled going 5-10 and 10 without D.J. Augustine. Again, maybe it doesn't reflect in defensive rating because I don't think Augustine certainly helps there. And the Magic's offense is maybe marginally better, but it's, again, those little possessions, those little things, those details that are going to determine whether the Magic make a playoff push or not. So for sure, the Magic are eager to get D.J. Augustine back. The Magic know how important he is to this team and to their opportunity moving ahead. 
And frankly, just getting a player back from injury lifts everyone up. Sure, there might be some growing pains and some conditioning he has to get back. Augustine is always in fantastic shape. And his injury, the bone irritation, you know, may have limited it, limited him a little bit. But really, all they could do is, is rest it. It wasn't anything they could do surgery-wise. And so, it's not like he's been in an air cast or, or been immo- completely immobile. He's, he's been shooting around a little bit, you know, doing set shots for a while now. And has, has bumped up to contact within the last week. The Magic are eager to get him back. They need him back if they're going to make this playoff push. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we close shop here, if you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertising, advertisers, and, and great advertising, and, and great live reads. I, I do an excellent live read, if I do say so myself. Oh, 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 I should, I should get back to the script. Okay. I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans just like you. But you may not know that Locked On Magic is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Magic fans. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Magic fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic returned to action from the All-Star break against the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Um, a really, uh, just briefly on that, a really interesting matchup. That the first game after the All Star break is always a little screwy. You, you just never know where teams are at. Their rhythm's completely off. They're kind of, you know, you're taken out of the routine of the season for for a little while, and so you don't really know what's going to happen. And, and so I'm not going to pretend to know what's what's going to happen here. Um, you know, the Magic could come out like gangbusters. They could come out firing defensively and, and give themselves a chance. But obviously, Dallas has the advantage here. They've got Luka Doncic back from injury. He was a big part of the Mavericks, kind of breaking a little skid uh, heading into the All-Star break. They, they really struggled without him, especially 
um, defensively, but this is a really potent offensive team. And, and I think if the Magic are not on their not on their mark defensively, you know, especially with Doncic, and, and they don't have Jonathan Isaac to check Kristaps Porzingis this time, if the Magic are not on their mark defensively, they're going to be in trouble in this one. Um, even with Dallas struggling as much as they were struggling without Doncic in the lineup, um, they're still scoring 110 points, you know, around 110 points per game. Um, you know, they they will give up their share of points. They are not a strong defensive team, and they're certainly lacking some size now that Dwight Powell is out. Uh, but uh, and and they they play they play five out, which is I think generally a style that the Magic struggle with because Nikola Vucevic just does, doesn't have the the mobility to hang around the perimeter too much, and it takes him away from rebounds, which which again is a little bit of a Magic weakness. Although again, the numbers don't always bear that out. Um, it, it's 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 going to be a challenge for this Magic team to defend. Now, if they defend well, they have a chance to win, obviously. And, and I'm going to say that for the rest of the season. If the Magic defend well, they have a chance to win. Their defense is good enough to win these kinds of games. But it's going to be a big task for this team. And it's going to be a, a, a real good challenge. I mean, I think the fortunate thing for Orlando is they catch him after the All-Star break. And so if Orlando comes in focus and maybe Dallas eases in because they're playing a, you know, quote-unquote losing team, that could be a that could be a way for Orlando to to steal a victory here, and it's a big win. It, it would be a big win. I mean, this is this is the kind of game that Orlando should feel like it needs to steal. A big part of the Magic's run to the playoffs last year was how well they defended the Amway Center. Really, the only game they lost um, of any meaning heading into heading into the playoffs after the All Star break was that first game after the All Star break against the Chicago Bulls, and again. That was on a buzzer beater when Aaron Gordon just made a very silly foul that 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 handed the Bulls that win. Again, odd things happen right after the All Star break. The two games that are the two games are the most difficult to predict of any games in the NBA. The game before the All Star break, the game after the All Star break. So your guess is as good as mine to what will happen. But again, if the Magic are going to win, it's going to be all about their defense. It's going to be very very key for them to defend at a high level. Tip-off again is at 7 o'clock. The Orlando Magic will also induct Daryl Armstrong into the team's Hall of Fame. Very excited to see Daryl. He's an assistant coach with the Mavericks now. Very excited to see Daryl getting this well-deserved honor. Probably have some more thoughts on Daryl Armstrong coming up on the next episode of Locked on Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Apple Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.